Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Ravencast with myself, Mike Holt. It's been a while since our last podcast and as the pandemic's played havoc with ours and most club seasons so far, we just thought we'd do another podcast to sort of talk about our two major announcements that we've had recently. Uh, the first one with the confirmation of the Skipton Cup, which is scheduled to take place in July. And secondly, our tie-up with ISSPF, one of the world's leading providers in online football co- courses. Um, with me to discuss these two updates today, uh, Director of Football, well-known face of the club, Paul Jones. Welcome back to the podcast, Paul. Hope you're well. Cheers, Mike. Thank you for having me. Good to see you again. And also today is with us, uh, Andrew Gosnell, one of the managers, Chris Bass's backroom team. And welcome to the podcast, Andy. And as a first-timer to the podcast, can you give us, our listeners, a bit of a background of yourself and your role with FCI Le Mans? Yeah, certainly. Thanks for having me, Mike. Nice to meet you. Um, nice to see you too, Paul. Uh, so, as as you said, my name's Andy Gosnell. Uh, role with FCI of Man is uh, part of Chris's backroom staff, um, along with Lee, Wadey, Pob and Ian. Um, my main focus really is on the, the training aspects and the, the preparation for match days. So anything that falls in that remit, I'm sort of floating around, but I usually do what I'm asked or what I'm told as well. <laughs> so we'll come back to the Skipton Cup announcement a little later on, but I wanted to just concentrate initially on the tie-up with ISSPF. So just starting with yourself there, uh, Paul, if I could start with you, just as we've said, ISSPF are one of the global leaders of online football course provisions. Can you tell us a little more on the type of courses and that they provide and how did FCR Man get involved with them? Yeah, um, Good questions. I'll, I'll start with the second one first, if that's okay. Uh, my ex, an ex-colleague of mine from Glasgow Rangers um, is involved um, with ISSPF and, and delivers some of the content for them. So um, about nine months ago, he and I had a conversation. Um, Adam had the conversation and he was just kind of flagging it up that it was going to be available and whether I'd be interested really. And he, he'd seen what we were doing at FC Man. He'd got excited about what we were trying to do and how we were trying to do it. And also, um, you know, the, the essence of kind of being better and, and looking to develop yourselves and, and, and doing things slightly differently, maybe. Um, and, the, and the company um, provides content, online content, around a, a range of topics that you you might touch on very, very briefly within the like the English FA coaching licenses. So the you probably wouldn't necessarily at level one, level two, but you'd start to touch on some of this information at level three. Yeah. You'd maybe go into a, l- a little bit more detail or broaden the the, the, the different um, types of content in, in level four. Um, um, but usually you wouldn't get the the detail without going off by yourself and, and, and looking for it. And if you don't know it's there, then you're not going to go and look for it. So the thing that I guess that, that tied it all together for me was we're looking for a way to, to help Andy and Chris and Lee and Ian and you know and, and Wadey do do and be better with with within the work they're doing for the football club, but also how can we then potentially support um, the local community and other people who are associated with the club to 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 have access to information that they wouldn't have normally had access to. Um, so so the sort of information I'm talking about is, is stuff around like load management. So you know how how do you um, plan training sessions and how do you measure um, how much work the players are putting in so you don't cause an injury four weeks, five weeks, six weeks down the line. We're talking about nutrition, 
you know how do you how do players fuel themselves most appropriately in order to um you know deal with a season and the amount of activity that they're doing you know some sports psychology stuff in there so how can you help players to be in a performance mindset when they're on the pitch and also help support them as human beings away from the pitch um and there's bits around um, methodology and principles of training design so as you're able to um, come up with a, a way of playing for your team or your club but also then plan a series of training sessions over a period of time in order to implement that style of play so um i think the, the last bit is just around youth development so you know helping you to understand the differences between young players and adult players and what training may need to look like different you know in a, in a different sense and all where it might be similar in order to make sure you get the the most out of those training sessions with younger people so um that it's a bit science. I wouldn't say it's a bit sciencey, but it's based on evidence. It's based on the people delivering the, the workshops. Uh, um, you know, renowned experts, not just from an academic point of view, but also they work in some of the top clubs in the world, mm. and they're able to share um, their experiences and, and the knowledge that's out there um, with people who sign up for the courses. So, um, so yeah, we're quite excited about the impact that it could have on us. Um, and rather than waiting for the English FA or any other FAs to start up face-to-face courses again, we wanted to make sure that our staff and, and the people associated with the club, which includes the members, are able to access some really high-quality information that can help them do a better job with their players. So, Goz, what benefits do you believe it will bring to the club and to you personally as a coach? Um, first of all, with with the club, I think it's a massive benefit to to people on the Isle of Man to have access to a course of this of this calibre um, on, on a doorstep, essentially. I think yeah. looking at what's gone on in the world of sport recently, the, there's not really that much classroom-based or uh, face-to-face um, courses going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of governing bodies as well are moving to online learning. Now, my, my worry with that is what quality is going to be on offer with, the, with these offerings online. So I think if you actually look at the course content, I'm sure... I'm sure Paul has got a bit more info on this. Some of the people involved in this course and and their experiences in professional clubs is massive. And for people on the Isle of Man to have access to that um, available is, is brilliant. One other thing that I like actually was a lot of the courses that I've been on, they're all webinars and they're all live sessions. Right. And what the beauty of this is, is that you don't have to be there at a set time. Now I've got a, a young girl who's like three years old who doesn't go to sleep when we want it to go to sleep and the webinars start usually at seven, half seven. Yeah. So that's the real beauty of these type of courses, I think. So in that respect for the club and anyone avail- anyone who can do it, is, it'll be really good. For me, since I did my B licence a couple of years ago, there's nowhere really for me to go in terms of formal qualifications. Yeah. Um, I know Paul's on his A licence, but that's through being an, an ex-player. So for people on the Isle of Man who are doing the B licence, they've got nowhere really to go. Yeah. And the evidence-based um, approach in these courses is something completely different to what we're used to with normal governing bodies courses. So I think it'd be really good for me to be able to look at some of this stuff and go, what have I been doing in the past? Is it any good? If so, what's good? And I can sort of challenge myself with some of the stuff and the content from these courses. So yeah, I think it's a massive benefit and I think it'll get me thinking again and getting me to a state where I'm ready to help the lads and Chris and Lee and all that with, with training with FCI Love Man. I rambled a bit there. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Perfect. So maintaining like your CPD and as a coach, 
is so important. How, how difficult that been during lockdown periods to keep on top of your learning and progression as a coach? Yeah, it's, it's a complicated one, that really, because people think just because you're working from home or it's, it's lockdown and there's lots more stuff online, you think you've got all this access to CPD. But and I'm sure I'm sure other people can agree or disagree. But a lot of the stuff out there is just it's just quick money making schemes from people who might have done a course and are trying to make money. But with if you look at the courses that that are on offer here, I mean, Adam, Adam, that Paul talks about, I've got two of his books. And, and the content in there is excellent. Um, so for me, I've really struggled doing my CPD just with a lack of lack of motivation because of the times we're in, yeah. but also the lack of actual access to quality CPD. Mm. Um, so I'm always quite sketchy about new new things that come along. But looking at the course content around some of this stuff, um, yeah, I'm really I'm really happy about what what's on offer. I suppose a bit of an open question for, for the both of you. Um, in addition to the planned internal club use of ISSPF courses, I believe we're making some courses available to coaches outside the club too. So assuming that we're keen for coaches from all walks of life to sign up, who would these courses benefit in particular? And will the access to be, to be limited to, to certain coaches? or And what form will the, course, the courses take? So in, in terms of how they delivered, timescales, online forums, etc. I mean, Paul talked about some of the sciencey type of stuff that's involved, and I think there is a lot of there's a couple of courses there that might be aimed at some some of the coaches who are a bit a bit higher up. But I think a lot of the courses, especially that introductory one, Paul, yeah. I think it would be beneficial to a lot of manx based coaches and not just coaches, players as well. Mm. I think players who want to sort of benefit and develop their own games will, will really enjoy that introductory course. I, I think so anyway. Um, but yeah, that I don't know about you, Paul. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree, guys. I think, you know, I think I said earlier, your level two plus co- coaches, you know, are going to get something out of, of the, certainly the introductory course in soccer science and performance. So that's the first course that we've made available to to the coaches at the football club and that gives a little bit of information about everything really so it talks a little bit about some psychology stuff around resilience and culture talks a little bit around um, managing load and injury prevention it talks about a little bit about nutritional stuff talks a bit about um, training design and, and methodology and and you know not it doesn't tell you how to play through the thirds but it gives you the 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 um mental models you know the toolbox to think about how you can plan a training session to get whatever outcome you want out of it rather than typing into a website and going right I want to do a shooting practice today it gives you I want to do a shooting practice because if and I want to do this type of shooting practice because it fits into our plan of what we're trying to do for the next game or to improve the players over a six-month period you know so there's more substance behind your training design not just session to session, but over a whole year as well. So it gives a nice little bit of information about those things. So so we're going to do that within the club. Um, and then the other courses kind of build out from there. So you've got a nutrition one, a psych one, uh, an injury prevention and reduction one, and then like a coaching type one, um, which as God says is relevant, not just for, for coaches, but players as well. You know, why wouldn't you, if you're a player looking to be the best that you can be, not, be aware of some of this information, especially around nutrition and psychology and um, injury prevention. So, you know, before I go on to the next bit, you know, one of the things we're really aware of is, is 
the the additional loads you know that, that are going to go through the players so you know they're, they're not used to playing this number of games in a season they're not used to traveling every week or every 10 days off the Isle of Man you know our coaches being more aware about some of the things that they probably never had to really think about when when working with Manx footballers um, is really important for us and the success of the team over the next few years for people who are looking to maybe come and work with FC Man at some point in the future. They need to be aware of it. The players who wish to play for us, they need to be aware of it. So, you know, the courses are there for, for those people, really. But um, as you say, you know, that our partnership with ISSPF means that, that, that you know, we, we help them to, um, to share what they're doing. You know, we, we obviously get a little bit of a... Um, uh, uh, extra support from them from the football club point of view and then whenever people use the link that, that goes from our website or our social media to, to buy a course then a little bit of money comes back to the club as well so so you're helping to support the club in a variety of different ways if, if you if you sign up to one of these courses and um you know i think it's not that we're making stuff available. Those courses are there on the ISSPF's website. You know, then they're, they're not. We're not withholding information. We've we've all the courses are there for anybody that wants to do them, whether you live on the Isle of Man or not. We'd like you to use our link to to go and do that. Um, the courses are all online. They're all in your own time. There's not really that um, classroom or um, online classroomy sort of stuff where you would be able to bounce ideas around people so so one of the things we're doing as a club is is including that so um we we need to fix the dates so i'm not going to say any dates at the moment but certainly any of our members so official supporters of fc isle of man if they go on to the and sign up to any of the courses then we'll provide monthly um opportunities to get together whether that's online or in person um, to discuss the content and to figure out what it means and to maybe use some FC Alaman case studies and 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 people come and talk about their uh, understanding and, and we'll learn from them and they'll learn from us because because nobody has all the information so um, we'll provide that to, so that's the over and above really so if you're an FC Alaman or Sporting Club Alaman member an FC Alaman official supporter. Um, you'll have access to some additional stuff around those workshops that you wouldn't get if you just sign up for the courses and that'll be free. Um, it, it's just our way of, of, of kind of adding a little bit more value over and above um, the content that we're, that's within the courses. I suppose a question that's probably going to be on our listeners' lips at the moment is, will there be certified qualifications at the end of each course? And Will those course completions, um, will they go towards a coach's ongoing CPD? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. It's something that the ISSPF are, are trying to work with um, governing bodies around the world. So I think I'm right in saying the Finnish FA um, recognise ISSPF courses. And if you're a coach in Finland, if you do an ISSPF course, then that will go towards your CPD points and you don't necessarily have to do a Finnish FA course in England. That's not the case at the moment because um, you know, the, the courses are really good with, with the FA, but they're also a money-making scheme. So um, you know, you, you have to get your CPD points by doing something through the English FA. So, so this isn't an, an instead of it's an as well as it's a recognition that the English FA courses are great to a point, but they, there's more information out there that, 
um, if people really want to take their coaching seriously. And that doesn't mean they want it to be their job. It just means they want to do the best job possible with the, co- the, the people they've got in front of them, whether that's an under seven or a, you know, a, a first team player on the Isle of Man um, in the Manx League. So, um, yeah, it, it, the information's out there. We're, we've done a, quite a bit of research around where that, it's, that information is, is really robust and of high value. And that's with the ISSPF. So we kind of hopefully have kind of dug away all the crap out there and, and gone right, guys. If you're really interested in finding out a little bit more over and above what the, the English FA can provide, here you go. Now, some of the courses and the quite exciting stuff can be accredited. Um, and, and we there's some conversations that we can have with 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 institutions on the Isle of Man to help us to do that. But for now, it's unless you're a Finnish coach living on the Isle of Man and have got you can go get CPD points from the Finnish FA. Um, it's an additional thing. You'll get a certificate or an accreditation afterwards. But will it go elsewhere? Not at the moment. Are the ISSPF trying to link up with governing bodies all around the world, including the English FA, to enable that to happen? Well, yeah, they are. Um, and they're also linking up with universities and academic institutions in order to accredit some of their courses. So, um, so yeah, it, it, it's, it's a informal learning at this moment in time, but done in a formal way. So you've got assessments, you've got little uh, questions at the end of every module, you know, to check your learning. You know, so it's not just a case of sitting down and doing the modules and, you know, not having to think and just watching videos like we've all done and just press play and just let it play and do something else. You've got little check questions through it. You're going to have to know it and learn it and, and understand it. And then the challenge is applying it. And that's why from FCR Le Man, we want to have those little monthly workshops where we can all figure out how best to apply it because as I say, we don't have all the answers. We're learning as much as anybody else. And we may have some of this knowledge already, but everyone's learning how to apply it in the best way possible within their context. And we want to be able to offer that opportunity to discuss that with us while we're struggling with it. And, and let's help other people and let, they, let them help us as well. Fantastic. And guys, is there anything in particular on the curriculum that you would personally think that you're really looking forward to getting your, your teeth stuck into? Yeah, yeah. I think look, when I was looking at them, obviously the introductory one I'll be doing, but I like the I like the long term athlete development course. I like a little bit of stuff around that, and also the the psychology one. I fancy myself a bit of criminologist. You see, watching all these like detective programs, so I like I like how you apply that within sports. So. So watch out for that. I'll be walking around the bowl, trying to figure out mysteries and stuff like that. But no, the psychology one's really interesting. I think that'd be good. I suppose finally, just for yourself there, Jonesy, how can people access um, to this and how can they join up? You know, is there any sort of like website details that you could provide us with? Yeah, we'll, we'll go go through the, the FCR Le Mans website. So fclaman.im, um, there's, a, there's a link there people to follow and um, that takes you up to like to our bit of the ISSPF site and, and then any purchases you make can be credited back to us you know we, we also want to be able to um, display to people that we're that we're having a, a positive impact on our local community so yeah we get a little bit of, of money to, to the club but we're also able to, to gather some information about uh, how many people are accessing it and kind of how they're getting on and um you know 
how many people were, were hopefully positively affected by sharing some more information. So go to fcrtheman.im and follow the link or follow the, 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 the social media posts that we'll be putting out there, you know, follow the links through the, the Twitter and the, and the Facebook. Um, and, and I'd politely ask people go that way about it rather than going direct to the ISSPF, which they're more than welcome to do. Um, if, they, if they don't want our club to have any, any money, off their course, then that's fine. Crack on and do it. But if they would like to make sure that some of their £99 come back, comes back to the Isle of Man and can then mean that we're able to do more than we're doing already, then then we would hope that they that they follow um, our link and, and access it via our, our website or social media. Brilliant. So moving on to the Skipton Cup announcement as well. Um, for those that aren't aware, a three-year deal has been struck with Skipton to continue the competition that started in Guernsey last September. So unlike last year's one-off competition in St. Peter Port, this and future year's competitions will be a two-legged affair. So I suppose a question for you both is that most people are aware of how much of a success not only last year's game in Guernsey was, but also the friendly we hosted here at the Bowl last August. So it must be great to have this competition in the club's schedule for the next three years. No, it, um, from from a coaching um, point of view and being involved, um, it's I think it's brilliant. Um, especially that's a two-legged two-legged games as well. Um, the experiences last year um, were just unbelievable, both home and away games. So f- for me and a lot of the people I speak to, I think they're really excited about it. Yeah, and you know, obviously, from the club's perspective, knowing that you've got those two fixtures in the in the bank as such, and um, I think. One thing that kind of blew a lot of us away was just that that support of the Guernsey home game. You know, we we didn't fill the stadium, and hopefully this year we'll be able to fill the stadium um, and get a capacity there and, and get just under three thousand people into the bowl. Um, you know, but the, the goodwill that that was there from both islands and both clubs, and you know the the friendships that were created, and you know the the additional boon hopefully for the tourist sectors for each island after you know difficult year really you know we're we're excited about all of that so um and then there's the game as well you know so you know the the lads our lads get to challenge themselves against the team that are playing two divisions higher um Guernsey obviously um they're going to be more prepared than they were this time last year um for a variety of reasons so I expect the games to be equally good but different in some ways um which would be great for our players um you know so we're going to have to push on in order to be able to to get the similar results as we got last time so yeah i think that that little bit of healthy rivalry between us and guernsey is great and and it's rivalry from the right place in the sense that um we're both pushing each other on to be better and and if they make a little improvement then we have to make an improvement and i think that's really really good especially because there's such a good lot of respect and goodwill between both clubs. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that that relationship develops over the next three years. And and those two games are, are going to be a, a big part of our pre-season schedule for the next three years and may, and hopefully longer, um, which I think is great. And, and, yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really exciting, to be honest. And we're already getting other teams asking about whether they can come to the Isle of Man for more pre-season fixtures. So, um Hopefully that is that's going to be possible, um, but obviously that's out of our hands at the minute. It's just it's just nice to start thinking about football again, to be honest. And, and 
then I can take a back seat and just let the manager and the players and the coaches do their job. And Gaz, how important is it to play such high quality opposition in pre-season? And in particular, how do you think that Guernsey FC's key strengths and and how FC Arman will deal with them? How how well do you think we'll adapt and we have adapted in the past to that? Um, I think as Paul says there, to have a team who's, who's two leagues above coming over to play is massive because you can have those sort of pre-season friendlies where you just you just go and play a team that you, they're set up there just for you to beat. Whereas I think if you go away and play against a team like Guernsey of that of that level, then you sort of figure out where you are, where you're at, you know, where they're at, and, and what you need to do to be better. And I think it lets the players know a little bit as well. So if you play an easier game and someone scores five goals, you might think they're they're ready for the season. But you play against Guernsey and you get two touches of the ball. You go, hang on a minute, what 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 am I doing as a player? What do I need to improve on? And and as, as a team of, of coaches, we need to support Chris and go, actually, are we ready for this standard of opposition? If not, what do we as coaches need to be doing better to help you out um, as well? So it's massive to have that quality of opposition. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, in terms of their quality, um, I think the second game showed really what they're about a little bit more. Um, the personnel in that, in that starting 11 was a bit different to, to the home game. But if you look at them in terms of the the keeper can play with his feet. They like to play through the thirds. Um, if if you go and press them hard, they will just play a big diagonal over the top. So they're a clever team. Um, they know they know what they're about. They're well drilled and they're quite clever around set pieces as well. Um, I thought, especially in that second game, I thought FC Alman adapted really well to to the first twenty five minutes where we probably weren't at our best. Um, and I think that's where you sort of see the character of players from the Isle of Man in terms of or they're always able to stay in games if we're not playing at a decent level all the time. And towards the end of games, we always end up playing better. And I think um, I think that that's how, I think if we can start a bit quicker and a bit better, um, then I think come second half, so I don't think teams will be able to match us as long as us as coaches and us, others players try and, um, try and learn and get better and make sure we're ready for that type of opposition. And Jonesy, do you know when any sort of like tickets will be available, how people can book and register? And I suppose on the other side of things, people will be thinking, is there opportunities for our supporters to travel to the away leg as well? Yeah, they're all the details that we're working out, to be honest, Mike. So um, I'd recommend people just keep an eye on the website and the social media channels. And, and you know, when we can release match day tickets, we will do. Um, and, and I'm sure the travel partners will release information around um, how people can get to either game um, once they're in a position to be able to do so as well. And just to wrap up, it's probably a good opportunity to ask yourself as well how things are generally progressing in the club and what the club have been working on during the pandemic. Any sort of big announcements or anything, um, any scope for anything in the future coming? Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's loads going on really. You know, and We've said a few times that this year was just about getting the processes in place so as next year can run as smoothly as possible, you know, so, um, you know, this is the, the time of year that we're, we're looking at, you know, do we enter any FA competitions? So there may be some announcements coming up around that, um, you know, we're looking at pre-season, what does that look like? So as I said earlier, there's a few clubs that are inquiring about coming to the Isle of Man, which would, would be great in order to give the tourist sector a bit of a boost and, and getting people over here. So, you know, that, we can play our part that way. That would be amazing. Um, we, we unfortunately have to, had to 
cancel the the soccer camps for five to twelve year olds over Easter. Um, there was meant to be two going on over the school holidays, but hopefully we'll have at well we will have at least one in TT week, and and there'll be another four or five over the summer holidays. So so those soccer camps for five to twelve year olds are, are, are gonna go on sale soon, which which would be great. Um, and I guess the, the the big one really is is all of our members and official supporters will will receive a like our annual updates. So there'll be some information in all of that. Um, at, towards the end of April that's that's going to go out to them um, and that then coincides with the new kind of like membership year so from the 1st of June um, though those memberships are going to go live to everybody who's out, who's not not currently a member um, but for the people who are members this year um, they're going to have be able to access that membership from the 1st of May um, hopefully there'll be some some good stuff around member member benefits around that over and above um, getting reduced season tickets and, and match day tickets and and, and that sort of early access to to merchandise um, and, and I think it's probably just worth reiterating that our business model does kind of de- depend on on people paying 20 and a bit quid um, so the more people that can do that and can help us in that way that the easier it becomes for us to meet the financial targets we need to put a team on the pitch for a whole season. Um, please don't underestimate how, how important that that membership is uh, for the club um, and becoming an official supporter. So we did really, really well last year, especially because the season didn't happen. Um, so I really, I hope that, that people are, are patient um, and that everybody who bought a membership last year buys one this year and, and then we we add a few more along the way as well so um i, I guess it, it, it's only right for me to say thank you to everyone who, who all 700 plus 800 plus people who, who were members last year thank you for your support thank you for believing in the project and and now it looks like we're, we're gonna have um some football to go along with it so this is the exciting bit so you know if you're excited last year and you didn't get any football then you know, help us again this year and, and you're going to get some football on a regular basis and, and that's super exciting. Fantastic. And just a final one from yourself there, Goz. From a pre- pre-season perspective, when do you think the players will be back training, assuming that everyone's fit and ready to go? It's a bit of a tough one, really, um, at the minute, Mike, because we're not too sure what the what the Manx or the Isleman FA are doing um, in terms of the, the end date of the season. Yeah. Um, but I think depending on when the Northwest Counties League league starts, that'll that'll determine when we start. So that'll be about six or seven weeks before that season date um, gets brought out. But from from my point of view, as as a as a coach, I'm, I'm desperate to be involved again. Um, and I'm sure that once once the season comes to an end for the Isle of Man FA, then you'll start getting that buzz again from some of the players. And uh, I know Chris Lee, Wadey, Pop, um, Ian are all all itching to go. So yeah, we can't wait. Fantastic. So just finally, thank you both for giving up your time today, coming on. And anyone that's listening wants to know more about the topics we've discussed today, please visit our website, www.fcisleman. And of course, you can go over and follow us on the Twitter, Facebook and Instagram as well.